This episode of the Fandom Podcast is made possible by you. Learn more at patreon.com slash fandom podcast. And be sure to stay till the end of the show for the Fandom Movie League update. Welcome to the Fandom Podcast, episode 150. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. This is the news roundup for the third week of January 2018. But first, he's legendary anchorman Nick English. You stay classy. Perfect, perfect. Stretch, stretch. Keep it going. Keep it going. And cut. Fandom verse. There it is. <laughs> and this is Weekend Update with Jeff Dumas. Here's a fun game we're going to play. Guess what I'm sick with. Guess what has <laughs> caused my voice to sound like this. Or maybe I'm not Jeff. Maybe I'm an imposter who stole his computer. I thought it's really hard to fake Jeff's voice. And so I had to make him sick with all the computer enhancements. Well, I just like to think that I've done enough episodes that all my voice is already entered in. So you're just typing this out and I haven't been here for like four episodes. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone computer. <laughs> that was actually a, that was actually a plot in 30 rock. Seinfeld walks in and goes, I don't remember doing all these shows. <laughs> <laughs> there are algorithms now that will do that. Like Adobe has something where you can take uh, take speech and actually modify it. But first, I think I need to introduce myself. Oh, yeah, you should do that. I am coming to you live from the Fandiverse. I am Brandon Ushio. Okay, all right. So this is, this is episode 150. We have been, since we broke into our two-week news, or our two episodes a week format, we've just been numbering the news episode, and then the discussion episode has been has been the same because it's we were kind of record them at the same time but split it apart it was an attempt uh, to make the news seem like then that's when it, i don't know what i'm saying anymore <laughs> like the topic <laughs> we wanted the topics to be able to be like oh they're talking about last jedi i just saw that for the first time a month later let's listen to that we didn't want the you to feel the numbered episodes mattered as much with the main topic yep this way you can uh, jump into the discussions whenever you want and listen to the news every week or listen to the news when you want and jump into the episodes every however you want to do it. Um, but, you know, so we're, we're doing that. We're looking at starting to number each of the episodes individually. But this is week 150 of the podcast. And so uh, in our episode later on in the week, we're going to be doing some questions and answers that were sent in by you, lovely fanboys and fangirls out there. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that's what I'm going to start calling people. Nick, you were saying you wanted people to be called something, yeah, fanboys I'm, and fangirls. I'm looking for a more unisex name, though, because it's hard to say fanboys and fangirls. Fan people? Fanders. We don't want to offend all the robot listeners by calling them fan people. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I've looked at our download logs. There were a lot of robots in there at one point. <laughs> Stop <laughs> putting bots to boost our numbers, Jeff. If I had any idea how to do that, why would I not? You're lucky I know. I, All right. Brandon has dumbed this down to the, like, here, click on this link. Now click on this link. I'll handle the rest. <laughs> like, I don't even, I won't even know how to begin to do a bot. You just have to name him Rob and you can be Rob Bot. I have, that's all you have, I to have worry a friend about. in high school whose name was Rob Bot. And now he's a dentist. I was just listening to episode 100 because I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to 100 now that we're at 150. Oh. And that's where we did Golden Age Balderdash. And there was a character who showed up called Rob Bot. And that's it was, because, it was that's very because good. of my friend in high school. 
and he's actually the Cobra's dentist now. And so we say, do you want to go see Dr. Robot? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, help me, Dr. Spaceman. I'm Dr. No, Spaceman. That's his, and, and, know, and the but... funny thing is, is that we he just went to him for the first time because uh, we had another dentist. Then we came to this one. But then, like, I hardly ever see him anymore. Like, maybe once a year at Christmas is when I see him. But Cobra went to the dentist, and then we had our Christmas party. So we saw him, like, like a week or two he's later. Like, don't touch my mouth. And, he, and I was like, hey, look, Cobra, there's Dr. Robot. And he's like, mm-mm. And he just ran into the toy room. <laughs> <laughs> Way to, when worlds collide. When we're, that, that's what that is. That is that is children's worlds colliding. And he, so. he was fine. He's like, oh, I totally get it. It's no big deal. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week on our feedback, we actually don't have any feedback that's not being used in the next episode. Uh, but just as a reminder, if you want to head over to facebook.com slash fandom podcast, you can comment on posts, you send us messages. Twitter is at fandomcast, and we've got the good old fashioned feedback at fandompodcast.com email address that you can send to us. However you want to do that, we love getting your feedback and we we love responding to that. All right. Let's jump in to the news. Sponsored by Colton. If you want to find out what I'm talking about, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast to learn more. Okay, a very first news story is The Walking Dead. Surprise, surprise, has been renewed for season nine. But here's the twist. They have a new showrunner. Um, Jeff, I think you're the only one actively watching Walking Dead week to week no, in not. this group. It's on hiatus. What are you talking not- about? But I'm sure you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. You know what yes, I mean. Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying Walking Dead. Uh, I'm, I am both happy and annoyed that you have control of a soundboard. Uh, <laughs> that was the one I wanted. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so, in this thing, it says the current showrunner, Mike uh, Scott M. Gimple, he is now moving on to a more bigger role within the Walking Dead universe. Instead of just being in charge of the Walking Dead, he's in charge of all things walking dead which includes fear the walking dead the crossover thing they've got coming up and any possible other outshoots and one of that makes one of the other writers is now the showrunner you know that makes a lot of sense because they when they brought him in the show was really struggling it was the season after they hung out at herschel's farm and everyone was like oh my gosh they spent too much time at the farm (sighs) yes yes you have a farm i get that yes there's a farm Hey, look, we're on a farm. And it took seven and episodes. We're like, hey, did you know there's actually something interesting on this property? No. And yeah. then it ended. Like, oh, come on. And then, <laughs> but then, you know, it, it picked up. And, and, but then they went to the, then they went to the prison after that. Well, it kind so of picked up. Right? It was, they opened was the a barn. great. Part. After they opened the barn, that's when it kind of kicked out. But the prison is a great storyline. Yes. Yes, it is. So yeah, they, they brought him on after, uh, after the farm season and it actually, I mean, you see how it brought people back to the show and yeah, people are starting to drop off again because of the gore and stuff like that. But I think it's just a matter of time. People are going to come back to it. Um, so cool. They're doing like a whole overarching universe thing there. Yeah, And they, people were concerned. They recently announced that Lenny James, who plays Morgan on walking dead is going to make an appearance on fear of the walking dead. So that's something else they've got in the works. I believe you mean Donatello. Sure. I was I was looking Why for not? the I was looking for the connection, and it's because he fights with his bow staff. 
but okay. Yes. I was for a second. I was like, "Oh crap! Is Lenny James Donatello? When did that? When did that happen? Like, <laughs> did I? Did I miss? <laughs> I usually know when stuff happens, but okay. But no, it's so isn't isn't Fear of the Walking Dead like on the other side of the country? Or Fear of the just... Walking Dead is in the past compared to Walking Dead. Oh, in the past, but uh, not I watched... necessarily like West Coast, East Coast. So. The first well, season they I watched, were in LA at one point. Yeah, it, it was a family in LA at the very beginning, like the very first. As the breakout zombies. started happening, hmm. yeah, I haven't watched any of Fear of the Walking Dead. I watched the first season and it didn't really grab me, so I. This one was more of a family drama, and uh, where the Walking Dead was more like just a drama. Like the zombies are just set pieces in this. This is a drama. The, the Walking Dead is not a horror show, and so then when all of a sudden they started doing lots of gore with Negan. I think that took a lot of people for a little bit of a loop. Um, Wait, you mean the, yeah. the show about Walking Dead has has blood and guts? Ugh. Hey, it doesn't have to. I know, but still, but it it's does. like the, the show that is about zombies. Come on, like you had to. Have, granted, Negan hasn't really killed that many zombies. You're right. It's about zombies, not baseball bats and eyeballs. I'm just saying that. Oh, one eyeball I'm pops out of the that. socket one time. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so our next news story is john wick the movie starring keanu reeves is getting a television spinoff and reeves will guest star on that i'm not sure how you can get a spinoff on john wick without having the ti- ti- titular character title of character the main character <laughs> so uh i i'm pretty sure this is yeah the show is actually tentatively called the continental which if you're familiar with the John Wick universe and the whole ideal behind it is that this underworld of assassins have this chain of hotels called the continental and in the continental all you can't actually conduct business, which means you can't kill people. And it's where people can relax. It's like, I, Oh, I know you kill people for a living, but there's nothing I can do about it here. Cause I also kill people. It's kind of, it's just a place where they hang out essentially. And that's, I think is what the show is going for. Look, I, Jeff, I don't want to join your union. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm wait. Are there, is there going to be meetings at this, in this union? Yeah. Lots of meetings, no meetings. What just happened? I think he's quoting something. I, We've lost him. Okay. I was worried that I got cut off Ooh, for a second. Hey, and look at these beautiful flowers. I'll go put he's, these in some rubbing alcohol. He's, he's still going. <laughs> he's Wait, still that going. that sounds familiar. Crap. I'm trying to give you some... Uh... Hello. Hey, perhaps you've heard my morning show, Wake Up With Phlegm? Yeah, I got nothing. Anyway, a John, I'm assuming this is the John Debbie Wick show. Radio. going to be... It, I'm assuming this John Wick show is going to be some sort of prequel because how season two ended or season two, how John Wick two ended, they can't really do um continuation maybe without spoiling, but go watch John Wick two. It's really good. But yeah. So I'm one, I, I'm wondering then if the Keanu Reeves is a flashback thing, maybe that's a very possible thing. Uh, if they wanted to do a continuation, I've never seen either of the movies. I've, had everyone tell me that they're amazing i just haven't seen them they are it's all i want if you're against blood and violence you might not want to watch it but it's i think they're really they're really good action movies that you don't have to actually turn your brain off they're they're good you know they're they're not like oh look at that explosion and look at that guy fight they're not fast and furious they're actually good movies you know so jeff i have a question oh god I'm what have you been asking. doing with your life <laughs> uh profession or killer 
Oh, good. Oh, good okay. for you. It's a growth industry. That's okay. Now I know what he's talking about. Yep. You got it? I got you it. Fill me in. I understood that reference. It's cross point blank. Oh. He, uh, yep, John, uh, um, so is there a Mr. Mysterio? No, I just have a very nice cat. All right, I'll stop. So anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, so John Wick. <laughs> uh, the only thing that worries me so, is that it's on a channel I don't think I currently get. Stars. Well, see, yeah, what I really... Yeah, it's on stars. What I really want to see from this show is I want to see two serial killers, assassins, sitting across the table from each other, eating a muffin in their hotel so that they can have a continental breakfast in the continental. <laughs> you know, in the in the second in the second movie, John Wick is fighting with another assassin and they're just fighting on the streets and they break through a window and as they're throwing punches, a guy runs up and says, "Stop it now." And they're instantly surrounded because they somehow landed in the continental. And they're just like, you want to get a drink? Because uh, they can't conduct business in there. So it's so they That's have great. to stop. Yeah, I, I I have tried to watch John Wick a few times. And then I realized I had to actually watch it. And so I've stopped. I really need to watch it. It's Chapter one that's on my good. list. It's on my list. Maybe I should put it higher on my list. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna tell you know, you it's hard because things keep getting made. Um, there is a new... There's a new show. Is this a show or is this a movie that's coming out? I'm trying to... I don't know. I didn't put that much research into it. it. it I saw a so, so there's a new if... property coming out. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who you may know better as Eleven from Stranger Things, she is now uh, working up her next role as a character named Enola Holmes, which is the younger sister of Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Um, this is a, if you're like, who is Enola Holmes? How come I don't remember her? It's because it's in a book series that was published by Scholastic in 2006. Uh, and so it's, they take a, they basically, this author took a public domain character set and added a, added a person in the world. It's almost like fan fiction. Um, <laughs> but bas- basically she's just a very, very much younger, uh, Sherlock Holmes and Millie Bobby Brown. How can you not love her? She's she's beloved and everything. I wonder if she'll get actual uh, dialogue and not just so know, it's a, <laughs> one or two words. So this this is actually uh, okay. So this is this is a movie. Um, they don't have a director yet, and they don't have a lot of stuff yet. But they do have a production company that is owned by Millie Bobby Brown uh, as a is doing this. So. Um, okay. This might be a All passion right. project for her. So yeah, this she may just play. This is her I don't want to be typecast. I don't know. It's probably her parents. They're like, we don't want her typecast. Are you, you kidding know, me? I, I bet her parents are like, yeah, whatever. More Stranger Things. Like, you know. You know, her parents are, my, my guess is her parents are pretty amazing at this, at this marketing thing. Because after Stranger Things season one, they got her on the convention circuit. They got her, you know, people loving her and all sorts of these viral videos that went out and you know she's just a charismatic energetic little girl and i i mentioned way back when that you know behind the scenes i saw her uh i can't remember which which show it was i think it was vampire diaries i saw her fangirl out over just the booth behind scenes of the one of the vampire diaries guys and her dad who was walking with her like when she fangirled out like he like kind of froze up and he starts looking around to see if anyone of importance was around. And it was just me. And so he was like, Oh, he doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so he, What's he doing here? He doesn't, so, he clearly so doesn't they, matter. 
yeah so they just kept walking and it was just you know she's she's just a she's just a kid she's a talented kid but she's just a kid i am sure this is her parents that are getting it set up and you know what good for them because they're not just relying on her paychecks and she they're actually like building a production company where if she wanted to stop acting they could keep making money and she could still be sent so i i think that's a good thing but yeah enola enola holmes how do you guys think this will confuse people based off of the last season of Sherlock with Sherlock's sister? I don't think it'll confuse people. The internet's generally happy about stuff like this. <laughs> no one will be well, upset I, or anything. I mean, me personally, I keep that Sherlock separated from every other Sherlock that there is. So unless they say that it's going to be connected, it's its own thing. I mean, there's so many different properties of Sherlock Holmes that... It doesn't bother That's what happens when a, when a really good character gets put in the public domain. It's very true. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at this uh, Enola Holmes series, and there are six books. And so I wonder if they're going to try to shove all six books into one movie. I hope not. Or if they're like, we're going to do six movies. Because remember, these are scholastic books. So these are like probably geared towards 12-year-olds. And they are probably like a mm, hundred pages long, which you can probably, I'm guessing just based off of the cover that I see. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Are you judging a book? No by its hard cover? research at all. I'm, I'm judging a book by its cover. That's exactly. <laughs> I what hear I'm you're doing. not supposed to do that these days. Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of old fashioned. Especially like because that. so many book covers are so generic now. There's no thought behind no, this, them. This, this one's pretty good. It looks like it actually is, you know, it's got an artist's rendition of a girl riding a bike in with a basket with stuff in it and i don't know i'm not an artist (laughs) if only there were links in the show notes the here's the thing about kids books kids books you have to have a good cover that ties into it because that's exactly what kids do they judge books by their covers so um next news is sabrina the teenage witch has finally been cast when i say finally i mean we've just, there have been a little rumors out here and there uh kiernan shipka is that is that how you say that name uh, from know. mad men she that okay so not to say okay so this is family friendly co- podcast but that little girl in mad men she was witchy with a b and so Sabrina, which is kind of interesting Makes because sense. she's in this show, but Sabrina's not that way. So I don't know. If they like, take the no, 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 she will be. Yeah, this this is not the this is not the Sabrina the Teenage Witch that uh, uh, Hart, Melissa Joan Hart was in. This know. is this is based off of a this is based off of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, where there's like devil worship and occult heavy horror stuff in there. It'll, uh, uh, cannibalism, I, human sacrifice. So it's like true blood. No, I'm just on the Possibly. Um, but not without so know, all of the nudity. It's like I know you're blood, well, it's on Netflix. It could be. It's oh, on I guess CW. it is. Uh, I thought, yeah. Oh, from CW so, to Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the CW initially was going to do it. They were going to do this show and they decided, well, you know what? We're going to move it to Netflix. And so CW and Netflix are making this together, but it's going to be in the Riverdale universe from what I believe I've read. Hmm. Uh, and so it's going to be darker. It's going to be grittier. It's so, not. I Riverdale, cannot take this Riverdale, Riverdale is kind of weird. Like Lena really likes Riverdale because it's kind of replaced 
um, Pretty Little Liars in her oh, world. Yeah, that was like Pretty, Pretty Little Liars was a show she really liked. And it doesn't even matter that the kids' names are Archie and Jughead and whatever. Like, it, <laughs> no, like, it's not even a thing in the show. Like, she's just, just like, that's oh, that's their, their characters' names. Like, it. I don't know. And she doesn't I, read Archie comics or anything, but she's just like, this is just a fun show. Like, you know, Vampire Diaries or, you know, Pretty Little Liars. It's just all in that vein. And so, I don't know. Okay, so here's a descri- here's a description of the show from John Goldwater, who is the CEO of Archie Comics. He says, it imagines the origin and adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch as a dark coming-of-age story that traffics in horror, the occult, and, of course, witchcraft. So they're trying to be Buffy? Totally, well, no, no, not quite, because tonally in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. This adapt, this adaptation finds Sabrina wrestling to re- reconcile her dual nature, half-witch, half-mortal, while standing against the evil forces that threaten her family and, and the daylight world humans inhabit. So, yeah, they it, it's going to be a little dark. Darker, well, it is on scarier. Netflix, so they can do whatever they want. And if it fails, you know, it, then who cares? In the vein of uh, Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist, that's, that's going to be... Yeah, I'm not watching this. I wasn't going to watch it anyway. <laughs> My uh, speak, Speaking of not watching things, we went and saw a show this weekend with my kids and we got out and they see a poster for Deadpool 2 and, <laughs> and my son looks at that and he's like, is that really going to be in the Deadpool movie? It's the Deadpool and Cable touching hands on the Sistine Chapel poster. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was oh, all like, Deadpool's. probably not. He's like, well, we're going to have to see it to find out. And I'm like, no, you're not going to see that. He's, he's like, like, why? You should I'm have like, just said, who cares? We're not going to know. <laughs> Doesn't matter what's in the movie. <laughs> And so he asked me why he couldn't see it. I said, well, it's rated R. And he says, what does that mean? And I said, well, that means that dad's not old enough to see it yet. And he's like, oh, well, can grandpa go see it? I'm like, nope, grandpa's not old enough either. He's like, what about our, what about my great grandpa? Nope. And, and my, and he looks at me, he's like, there aren't going to be many people watching that movie. <laughs> Don't tell and- him that. I need people to see that movie. <laughs> I was like, I sure hope so. <laughs> it's funny start since starting the fml i have seen so much more news uh regarding yeah, movies, we'll get to it. and i pay <laughs> i pay more attention to that news speaking of which paddington 2 100 rotten tomatoes score yeah i'm not sure how you got 100 rotten tomatoes on paddington 2 certified just fresh that. i'm just saying 100 <laughs> you you broke the fml you broke the fml Okay, um, follow up on some more of news that we have had. Uh, Flight of the Concords. Remember how they like, yeah, well, we're going to record a one-hour thing in 2018. And I was like, well, 2018 can mean whatever, and one-hour thing can be whatever. Well, apparently they are getting a comedy special in May of 2018 on HBO. So, yeah, it's a thing. It happened. We reported on it. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, maybe you... Maybe you no, heard no, it no. I don't care where else they heard it. They heard it here first. I All didn't right. hear any other podcast talk about this. I also haven't listened to a podcast in a while. <laughs> but that doesn't change okay. the fact that All I right. haven't heard them talk about this. Only us. And if they did, it's because they heard us talk about it. Yeah. 
Okay, so Flight of the Concords is coming out. Um, there was a big thing going around this week from Nerdist where they uh, talked about Ryan Johnson. And I think that what they did was they compiled a lot of the interviews that he had done talking about the controversies with The Last Jedi. Basically, the biggest problems that I've seen with The Last Jedi are people who cannot let go of their story and follow the other story. Because hey, you don't uh, get to tell Ryan, me what's canon. Sorry, that's just um, my. I, I think that's exactly how that that's works. That's my favorite actually. argument I've heard. You don't get to decide what's canon. Yeah. No, that's the one thing they get to decide. <laughs> and uh, you know, I saw a really good argument on on Twitter from Brian Young, who hosts the Full of Sith podcast, and uh, he also writes for StarWars.com. And he posted. He talked about like, look, in Empire, like one of the whole big things in Empire was that Luke could sense. Han and Leia. And so the fact that he didn't do anything when Han died in The Force Awakens post or painted Ryan Johnson into a corner. There's got to be a reason why Luke didn't do anything when Han died. And so what he because did was he, he never liked Han. He's like, oh, okay. I'm good. I'm glad he uh, died. He did this thing that people got upset about. Is it too? Is it? Are we, it's been a month. Are we okay to do spoilers without <laughs> warnings? Oh, well, you mean for Last Jedi? Because you just spoiled the crap yeah. out of Force Awakens. Uh, oh, yeah. Force Awakens has been a year <laughs> or two years. You're out, you're out, of, you're out of luck there. But uh, Last Jedi, I haven't, I haven't really spoiled anything yet, except for that people are mad. And if you didn't know that, you've been living under a rock. You know what? I, it's hard to say because my parents probably wouldn't have seen it if, if not for the last minute tickets were available. So it's still one of those things that I'm sure there are people who want to see it, but just haven't had the chance. So, all right. Well, all I'm going to say then is during training, Daisy Ridley realizes something, and that explains the whole reason why Luke was not there to save Han. Yeah, and that's why, and that's why they had to do it. Anyway, all right. I had never even thought of that, and it didn't bother me until, and me it neither. doesn't bother me now. Like that was not something I thought. There of. was one thing with I'll try to keep this vague that with the blue lightsaber that Ryan Johnson explained, and it made me forgive it. Like, oh, because he didn't, he, there's no actual way to have known. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He could, he couldn't have known that. And, and he was just set to piss people off. So yeah, I, he just I, pissed off the wrong people. I already forgot what the other stuff was. The video is pretty funny. Stuff. Cause jo- Jessica Trillbot kind of digs into the star Wars to star Wars for a second and goes, the whole Canto bite scene was BS and this didn't need to happen. You could have given us blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Oh, okay. I kind of agree with you, but you're mad now. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, she's talking about why Snoke doesn't have a backstory. Yeah, so that's why. She... Well, he his character was was only half half flushed out. That was her don't joke you, too. Don't you do it? <laughs> don't you do it? It was spoiler alert. By the don't, way, don't do what? You son of a. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna swear at you, but then you just cut it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you have, we don't want to get into spoilers, but there's a link I'm sure in the description, or go to Nerdist. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Link in the show notes. You don't even have to uh, read anything. Spoilers. You just she'll just talk. Yeah, it's it's she'll a just video. Explain it to you. Nerdist news. Yep. Okay. Our next uh, in in all you know we've already talked about one movie becoming a TV show. Let's talk about another movie becoming a TV show. Uh, the Avengers is going to become a TV show. Finally, you know how they got like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Oh, to do- sorry, 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 sorry. Not that, not that Avengers, not that Avengers. So, like uh, the other the Avengers. West Coast Avengers, the the Great Lakes no, Avengers. No, 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 Great Lakes Avengers. No, no, not not not, not that one either. Um, uh, it's being directed by the. It's being done by the Iron Man three director though. This is the event. This is the Avengers that. Uh, 
was it premiered in 1961, which was a TV show. Are they going to then... be using real puppets? No, I'm just kidding. I'm confused. Yeah, you should be. I'm assuming so, that's a reference. 1961, and then there was an Uma Thurman movie in the 90s, I want to say. 1998. Um, so, yeah, it was... Uh, hey, it had Voldemort it, it, in it, too. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. it did. The 1998 film with Voldemort and Uma Thurman. With Voldemort and Poison Ivy. Um, and James Bond so. and Professor Slugworth and Aunt Petunia and... Um, I just remember they have a really cool car. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I'm having it. a hard time with this guy. I know, Eddie, my, this is... I know that my dad really watched this. I know that Jeff's dad watched this. This show. is the British like, spy show yeah. from the '60s that we're talking about. In case you're still thinking, like, how does this fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> nope, it's the other it is Avengers. Not those Avengers. So it's 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 not the Marvel Avengers. So that's happening. Possibly, they're trying to get it off the ground. Um, yeah, that's what uh, Shane Black, he is the director of Nice Guys, Iron Man 3. Uh, he was talking about things, and he is trying to get a scripted TV reboot of The Avengers oh, for Warner Brothers. So I clicked, so I so. just looked up The Avengers on IMDb, and there is an untitled Avengers movie in 2019. So I thought, oh, that's going to be it. Oh, look, it's already got cast with Karen Gill and Brie Larson, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, wait, no, this is this is the other Avengers. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is going to be a TV series. So, um, yeah, yeah, that people will be flipping through their guide and be like, I don't get this. I, how many, I, there are going to be so many normal people that, uh, yeah. that are just not going to understand what's is this going to be kind of like, you know, people? hey, this is our show, but you're infringing off of our name to get more people to watch it. Mm. It kind of reminds me of another lawsuit that just happened. <laughs> You know, I think this is going to be more like the James Cameron's Avatar coming out a month before the last, last Airbender. Airbender. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't think James Cameron Avatar hurt the last Airbender at all. Like, I don't. I don't they think they no, they did. They they did a good enough job themselves. Are you talking about that show that had that Ong, Ong guy? Ong, yeah. I don't so, know. I like, didn't know what that show was about. Well, I, I watching Nickelodeon at that time, there was a bunch of interviews with M. Night Shyamalan saying, oh, I, I am really into the source material and all this and blah, 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 blah. And watching the movie, you're like, no, you're not. You're really not. You skimmed over it. You're like, yeah, yeah, kid, element, arrow. I got it. Yep. 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 Um, okay, so there is we got we got lots more news. So let's let's just keep running down this list. Um, the next news is that Venom, you know that movie that's definitely coming out in 2018 because it's on my movie list. <laughs> I have my doubts. Uh, <laughs> it has a suit design released, and do you remember the 90s cartoon with Christopher Daniel Barnes that did the voice of Spider-Man yes. and had the big Venom arc that you know it's, it was it's, good. it's the one that people love. It was a good arc. Uh, <clears throat> This it it looks like a real life version of that. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. So my first uh, thought when terrifying. I first saw this, I was like, "This looks terrible." And then I realized, "Oh, it's it's still in black and white." There's a colorized version at the bottom. Yeah. Like, oh no, this is actually going to look really good. <laughs> so it, it's going to be it's everything that that Venom fanboys are going to want. Uh, and did you see they also released an image from Venom? In other words, Tom Hardy wears a blue shirt in Venom. I don't know if you if you guys were worried. He's going to wear a blue button-up shirt. So it's going to happen. There's a blue shirt. Um, they also let people come to the set. They they did a video from the set. 
That uh, was that was a streamed video. Those none of those people were actually there with the director or Tom Hardy. That was a, well, those are they, those but, are people they watching let people the video. see the set. They no, let, that was Tom. People... That was Tom Hardy. I understand. You know, you don't recognize him without something covering up half his face. But that was that was banging. <laughs> they let people see the set. Dang it! <laughs> New Mutants had a trailer. Oh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, Venom uh, design yeah. looks terrifying. That, that that'll be good. Um, okay. More news. Marvel is creating a bunch of new heroes. They are reaching out to non-American audiences. They've finally given up on us. Uh, <laughs> no, no, they've given up on us. They're giving you a chance. Yeah, so this this is possibly going to let me do some cosplay. So uh, Didn't stop you from doing I Samurai Superman. Like, well, nothing stopped me from cosplaying anybody, really. That's the one thing about cosplay. How many cosplay cosplays you have you done? I know you, you did want. Samurai Superman and you did Superboy. I also Superboy. did Superboy. Yeah, well, Superboy. Because that one was really easy. <laughs> Superboy was um, just like, hey, it's a black shirt with a red Superman logo. I'm Superboy. I mean, and jeans and shoes and I tried to get the same style belt. I, I wasn't implying you weren't wearing pants. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, but what I'm no, saying no, that is, was my cosplay, Joe. <laughs> The only cosplay I've seen I, I got missed out really quickly. But it's a fun for everyone. I was I, mean, I was a, a character from um from Attack on Titan, but I just painted myself. All body paint. Yeah, but they actually let a couple of those people in, so No, they those, those people that are wearing skin tight suits they're... and then they and then they body paint the skin skin tight suits. So Anyway, um, speaking of I also tried to be Mr. Manhattan, but they wouldn't let me do that one either. I believe he that's Dr. <laughs> Manhattan. Come on. Sure. Yeah. That anyway, one. um so speaking of properties that come from other countries, what are these is it Chinese superheroes? Is it specifically Chinese or just other So uh there are some Chinese characters that are coming from uh from Chinese myths. So you got Swordmaster and Arrow who are going to be based in China. They have other ones like uh, Luna Storm. I want to say her name is uh, Luna Snow. Luna Snow, who is going, who is going to be able to like do ice things. She's like a female version of Ice Man, I guess. But she is uh, she's from Korea and she's a K-pop superhero. So wow. think of like, <laughs> That's uh, is it Dazzler? Is it Dazzler? Who yes, was a, Dazzler. Who was a, a musical pop star wow. yeah it was dazzler yeah, so they're reaching into k-pop now hmm. um well you know good yeah, for so, they're trying to be more diverse so we'll see in the in the salt lake comic-con group right now it's there's a big thing where people are posting selfies of themselves saying who should i cosplay as and i am really frustrated because every time that an asian guy posts a cosplay uh there are three cosplays that are always recommended and one of them is recommended for everyone because they're sick of these cosplay posts but the three cosplays that get recommended are uh wong from dr strange uh dr strange from mr yeah. strange shirut imway <laughs> shirut imway from from uh rogue, from one, rogue one yeah and a stormtrooper and so it's like if, if we can get some more asian characters that hey i bought a stormtrooper because... helmet over the weekend hasn't got here yet thanks ebay anyway yeah, that's kind of messed up. So more more Asian characters would be awesome. Every time someone does that, you should just pick the one that they don't look anything like. like I, I've thought about it. Like a, I, don't, a I don't woman, want to be a, a woman and I don't posts, want all the like, Facebook who should I cosplay as? Just say Iron Man. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Well, Ironheart uh, in this case. No, but no, just no, no not Ironheart. Iron Man. Say and like if someone goes, oh, I'd love to play Riri. No, no, no. Iron Man, grow the grow that goatee. 
We're breaking down ball, breaking down walls here, people. I recommended <laughs> that somebody people. be Dorium from Doctor Who because he was like spot on for it. Maybe we should just so. put that as everyone. Everyone should Make be Simon Fisher Becker. Everyone should shave <gasps> oh their my head gosh. and just be Dorium. That first Comic Con, there was a guy running around as his head on a table. It was my favorite cosplay that I've ever seen at a Comic Con. <laughs> if you are listening, I doubt you are because this was like five years ago. Actually, I have the shirt that proves it. Good on you for that amazing cosplay. That's crazy. That's crazy. It was 2013, right? Something like that. You know, so, I mean, it, this is definitely going to possibly, definitely possibly, yep. It's it's It may be going to help out with cosplays for Asian people. I don't know. There's still a chance that they will just do the stereotypical Asian ninjas and exotic women. We'll see what hey, happens Hey, I want to be an Asian ninja. I'm going to cosplay may- as that. <laughs> okay. All right. Paint your skin and see what happens. Um, <laughs> oh, I want him to do it at the same time. Skin? I really don't want him to. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, I have to go with him, but I want to see I, it. I really want to uh, see the reactions, but I want no one to know that I have any relation. <laughs> like, I don't know that guy. Like, I don't, that guy whose bag I'm, I'm holding. I'm going to paint my skin. I'm just going to wear the clothes. <laughs> so uh, it makes sense, though, that Marvel wants to reach out to different cultures and different ethnicities because this weekend black panther which is a movie about um a white guy from wakanda right no if if that pin taught us anything it is about a white guy from wakanda (laughs) yeah now black panther black is a mostly black cast uh from a fictional country in africa and andy circus and andy circus uh and uh bilbo bilbo baggins martin freeman yes martin freeman they had the highest pre-sale tickets in all of Marvel history. And so Take it makes sense that, that you want to... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's yeah, my I first saw that news. My, my, my first news, or when I first saw that, my my, my post and my when I shared it with everyone was, well, crap. <laughs> because well, that's, that goes all to Jeff. At this moment, Shut like, up, I, I had to think about whether or not I wanted Infinity War or Black Panther. Like, that was my decision. And I chose Infinity War, so we'll see who wins that battle. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Infinity War will make more money. Black Panther will get a higher Rotten Tomatoes. That that yeah, is my probably. that is my prediction. And that's probably what's going to happen. That's what I would. That's why I completely agree with that. So we will see who wins this. It's probably not going to be me. Let's, be let's face it. It's Nick. Like not that I'm Se- giving not that I'm Bumblebee. giving up, but it's probably going to be Nick. It's my ace in the well, hole, Bumblebee, be- right there. Is that because of the new Fox changes for the release dates for a bunch of movies? No, uh, Deadpool, has nothing to do with New Mutants and Gambit. <laughs> okay, to be fair, Gambit. The only Gambit news is Gambit lost a director. To which my news, what my reaction was, Gambit had a director. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think th- I think that was his third one. Oh, so, poor movie. Uh, they are moving the. They're moving the Deadpool movie up two weeks from June 1st to May 18th, which is actually a week before Solo arrives. It puts it right, instead right of a between. Week after Solo. Puts it like right between Infinity. Solo and Infinity War. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. So my hope is that this takes all of everyone who went to see Infinity War, instead of seeing Infinity War again, they're going to be like, ah, now I'm going to go see uh, Deadpool 2. Really, that's really what they're going to do. And, really and then sucks. once they're like, okay, now I'm done with superheroes, I'm going to go see a Star Wars movie. Um, so, I think you might have those in the wrong order. Like, I, I'm confident Deadpool is going to be the last movie people see, but it's still going to go on that. It's still going to go. Hardcore Avengers fans are going to be like, look, I've waited 10 years for this movie. 
okay, I'm going to see this movie, even though it's technically the third Avengers movie. But like, I'm seeing this, and then they're going to be like, do I really want to see it again? But there's also the Star Wars, and I heard Deadpool's fun. So... Well, so 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 Star or so Infinity War is coming out on the fourth. Yeah, and then a week later, two you weeks. Get Deadpool two. Two weeks. Two weeks later, there's a dead you, week you in Deadpool between. Two. That's right. Oh, That's right. I get so two. Get, okay, that makes me feel a little better. So it, the fourth is fourth is Avengers. Eleventh is nothing. Eighteenth is Deadpool. Twenty fifth is Solo. Not that I'm so. not that I'm like making this a bigger deal in my head than I need it to be. I think that so, so. This is either Fox saying, "Okay, we're in this deal with Disney. We're going to be playing nice," or this is Fox saying, "We're in this deal with Disney, but we can't play nice, or else they're going to say that we're colluding or something." Anyway, we're kind of burying the lead. Burying the lead in this. New Mutants is now going to come out in 2019, which sucks. <laughs> which nobody cares so, about except for Jeff. Uh, which is funny because I brought this up to my parents, and this is kind of the difference between. My parents, I immediately tell them New Mutants got pushed back to 2019 and that was one of my movies. And my mom's first thought was, well, do you get a movie to replace it? And my dad, before I can say anything, goes, no, that's how fantasy drafts work. If a football player goes down, you don't get to replace him. You're just out that player. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, unfortunately, we're probably going to go the dad route. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I don't know if this qualifies as being Creed 2'd. Creeded, I'm gonna call I, it. But you know. I, I think it's Creed too. Like well, if if the news would have come out a week earlier, you would have been just fine. Maybe yeah, I don't we know when put it on the schedule. Yeah. Although yeah. I do think it's funny that Joe picked Creed two again. Let's. Part of me hopes it doesn't come <laughs> out just to just ways to feel my pain. Anyway, yeah, New Mutants 2019. I think you already felt your pain for a year, Jeff. I think you're feeling. Well, his here's the pain. thing though. Yeah, he just really? picked it. He just picked it. I bought it. I went through the trouble of saying, "No, New Mutants is mine." And then Fox was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they, they each had values because they're supply and demand. We, we each have our own ways of valuing movies. So uh, anyone who's confused, we're talking about the protagonist podcast and the oh, yeah. movie draft that they do as well. That we totally so. did not steal major aspects from. <laughs> Yo, the, the, adjusted, the adjusted box office score is one of the best ideas I've ever seen. So yeah, you better believe fun. I stole that right away. Right away. Dude, Jeff spent $25 on that too. Yeah, I noticed. I just had to look that up. I I mean, I didn't notice, but I knew I I paid. That's a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I had higher ones. Considering I ended with 118, it's not like I was, you know. Well, that's only because Nick was able to to lock him out. Yeah, as soon as Nick bought Infinity War for everything, I was just like, you know what? Brandon doesn't get any more movies, (laughs) 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 which only was like three more movies. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we all possibly have movies that may or may not come out. Uh, Jeff's is definitely not coming out now yeah. with, with new mutants. Yeah, the first man. Nick's down. got Mulan, which is production has not moved very far along on there. And my Venom movie is definitely coming out. So I'm not going to complain about that one at all because people have seen the set and there's a Venom costume now or a design. New at least. mutants had a trailer a blue shirt. New mutants had a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be able to talk me out of this. Kitty Pride. Uh, apparently, the people over at Fox were like, "Hey, Wonder Woman is doing amazing for Warner Brothers. Let's do something with one of our female heroes that we haven't done something with yet. Let's do Kitty Pride." And so they're doing a female movie off of Kitty Pride, who was in the '80s, very much the Mary Sue, the "Hey, this is the companion kind of to the X Men." This the person that needed everything explained to them, and the, the younger readers the younger readers attached themselves to 
and then she turned into some ninja trained by Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, that's You might know her so. as Ellen Page from the recent X-Men movies. Yeah, Kitty Pride could be fun. I don't I mean all we know right now is it's a movie, so yeah. And then Marvel said, "Hey, hey, <laughs> we'll see we'll see your female movie and raise you a female lead movie." And so now instead of just having uh the Captain Marvel movie coming out, they are going to be doing a Black Widow movie too. Um finally yeah. I hesitantly say, I mean, it's like she's been in the cinematic universe long enough that she should have had her own movie by now, but I'm just wondering where they're going to go with it. Which with no, the Kitty Pride one. I am totally on board this movie before anyone says Jeff is begin- Jeff is sexist or whatever. Like, I, I am totally on board the Black well, That's already movie. been confirmed. Here, Jeff, I know, so but I I'm going to say that it. this isn't one of the reasons I'm sexist. Okay. (laughs) The problem I have with this is that they already made the Black Widow movie. It's called Red Arrow, and it's coming out this year, and it doesn't feature Black Black Widow. So they're going to have to figure out something else to do. There's a movie coming out now. I think it has Jennifer Lawrence in it or something. I think it's Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow? Okay. Obviously, it made a big impact on me. Well, no, I just want to make sure it's – I just want to make sure I'm not thinking of a different movie. Red Sparrow? Is that what it's called? Yeah, there is a movie with Red Sparrow. It's like – Russian ballet company training assassins. Okay. Yeah, sure. Right. Why not? Exactly Red Sparrow, Black Widow. You know. I don't know. What if they, just... What if and what if the end credit scene is Scarlett Johansson's Natasha Romanoff going up to her and saying like, "Hey, I'm an Avenger," and then cut to black. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that, that was a awesome, Black Widow actually. movie. No, but I mean, like this big hype over a Black Widow movie is actually an end credit movie. End credit scene for a movie not a lot of people are hearing about. <sighs> oh, or that it could just be like the precursor to her movie. Like it could be a prequel. It could be. I mean, I, I'm I'm on board Which with this whole. Which would be awesome. Like that would. But it's yeah. not going to happen. I think they're different so, studios, right? Here, no, here's the thing: the, the the writer that they brought onto this, I'm not sure exactly how much faith that I have in him. What, what did he write? So the guy's name is Jack Schaefer. Okay, first off, there's penalties for hiring a guy. Like there's, unless this guy wrote Black Widow comics, you've you've already lost some points. And even there, but uh, you know, part of what made Wonder Woman amazing was Patty Jenkins. I'm just I'm just gonna say that as the director, Um, as many women from a different viewpoint as you can get in there, the better. But no, no. So Jack Schaefer, he he is uh, probably best known for writing the animated Olaf's frozen adventure that everybody hated before Coco. And they had to pull out of the theaters and say, um, yeah. So they only uh, hated it because they wanted it to be shorter. Apparently it got really good reviews when it was on TV. So Olaf's frozen adventure. Yeah. It, but is Olaf's frozen adventure, the tone you're going to want for black widow. Um, Yes. Because she loves warm hugs. Oh, Okay. All right. Uh, then he also did a movie about called The Shower, which is a short movie about an alien invasion at a baby shower that starred Anne Hathaway. Where are you so, seeing this? Uh, I was like, what oh, is you know, this, it's the in development. Okay, I'm like, I'm looking at his IMDb and I don't see that anywhere. But okay, it's in development. It's upcoming. Yeah, yeah. So I heard good things I, about timer. Sure. Timers. I heard interesting things about. Yeah, it, oh, I, I have mean, no idea what that is. So uh, you can go to a service to have a clock mounted on you, and when that clock hits zero, you will meet your soulmate. It's like a clock that goes down to that exact moment, and it's about a woman not knowing whether or not she wants to get the clock. 
But then what happens if you meet your soulmate before the clock reaches zero? And what if the clock's wrong? That's, I, I'm pretty sure that's, that's, that's the, 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 um, the philosophy of the movie. Again, haven't actually seen it. Like I only like I literally most of that what I just said was from IMDb and my mom's rendition that she told me about. So is this the first time that we don't say in Marvel we trust? Uh, in Scarlet Johansson no, no, we trust. It's not the first time I've said in I've not I've I have said in Marvel I don't trust all the time. And usually it comes back to bite me. So well, hopefully so this Jack Schaefer guy is not the only writer. There's also uh, someone who's written on a lot more of the Marvel movies, and by a lot more, I guess I mean Guardians and Thor. <laughs> she, so she, it could be like the shower movie. Yeah, so and a she's Black going Widow to be movie that Captain is Marvel. like Thor Ragnarok, like jokey, and oh, no, it, it, and Guardians of the Galaxy jokey. Like, I don't think I don't want that. I don't want that. I think this other person's job is just to make sure the script actually fits in the universe. Maybe. I don't so. know. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Well, I need to see a trailer for it. I know that's weird. Well, right now, the entire um, cast is Scarlett Johansson, and the plot of the movie is the plot is unknown at this time, which is a very popular so, yep. plot. I mean, it's so, weird so that they keep that's reusing a, that, it. That's a very sci-fi, you know, underground <laughs> secret agent type synopsis, so it makes sense. Yeah. I just wondered where they're going to put it in all this, but yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it because it has Marvel on it. They've essentially already have my money. Yeah, and they have so many people's money, and I think that's why they were able to do what they do. Um, next movie might that might happen is Ant-Man 3, which Michael Pena is kind of the one who spilled the guts on this. Um, he said that they are already working on it. This is before well, Ant-Man and the Wasp even. He didn't really say they're working on it. He just says he doesn't know if they're going to call him back for the third one. It doesn't necessarily. It, so his exact quote is, "We talked about it on the first day. It's a whole different kind of club to be in, uh, the Marvel universe. I don't know if they'll use me for the third movie. I still really don't know. It's cool to make a little bit of a mark on the Marvel universe, and it's kind of cool club, and they run a cool, a really cool studio. I really butchered that. Anyway, so it's essentially saying mm, the third one, maybe. So he didn't confirm that there's a third one. He just said, hey, if they have one, they haven't told me that it's going to happen. And so this is just basically people just reading into something more than as a, yeah. Um, another person who can't keep a secret in the Marvel Studios is James Gunn. I don't, I, I would imagine that Marvel has to be all like, okay, we're signing, we're, we're signing off on this. You can say this. And James Gunn just has his own style to put things out there. But uh, James Gunn is constantly, uh, is constantly telling saying things and being quoted in the news and we're all like is that really is he allowed to say that because he has in an interview confirmed that he's going to be returning for the third installment of guardians of the galaxy three he did that a while and ago. now yeah he did that in april but now he uh he has reaffirmed that there is a 2020 release date for guardians of the galaxy volume three and this was done on twitter as most of his posts are uh, during uh, during a question and answer session that he had. And so he basically said uh, all that he was able to do is confirm the year. But yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, so apparently not all the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to die or they're going to cast new ones. Well, as we of will... right now on IMDb, the only Guardians cast are Mantis and Aisha. So Yeah, but we saw them all in the trailer. We didn't see Aisha. For in for infinity war 
Yeah, yeah there's the, that shot at of the very him. end of the very end of the Infinity War trailer. He's like, "Who are you guys?" You know, Thor's all like out of breath. He goes, "Who are you?" And it's yeah, and they're all standing there, so they're all. So in this the is show. this is why you can't trust IMDb on upcoming projects all the time. Well, no, here's uh, what I'm taking from IMDb is that Guardians Three is probably going to happen. And somebody at IMDb was like, hey, you know, they're probably going to go with some sort of storyline involving Adam. And the person who made Adam is Aisha, so that she's probably in it. You would you would think that, but IMDb uses volunteers. IMDb is kind of like the Wikipedia of movies. It's volunteer editors who are like, here we go. So this is just some guy saying, hey, Dude, I think this. Go put me on uh, in Infinity War or something. I think they have got. I, I do think they have tighter controls than that, but that would be really oh. cool, right? You you could probably get so. away with it for about five seconds. Quick screenshot it. Yeah. So, all right, and then uh, Runaway season two has been confirmed on Hulu. It's. I mean, season one was pretty fun. Um, yes. Season two is happening. It's a thing, and we are actually going to be talking about season one coming up here pretty soon we're going to get andrew durowski from the protagonist podcast to talk to us about run talk with us about runaway season one i like the idea uh, put a, i like the idea of not actually telling him that's what we were going to do so like he has to listen to this and goes oh crap i guess i'm doing fandom <laughs> <laughs> no i talked with him I, I sent him a message and said hey how about this date and he said sure that would work for me um, so yeah, we're going to be recording it coming up the last weekend in January and the, it should come out towards the very end of January. So if you have thoughts about runaways, go ahead and send them into feedback at fandompodcast.com and we will feature you in that episode. If there's one thing that I've learned is you guys have thoughts about things. So if there's one thing we learned, you guys actually listen to this occasionally. <laughs> if there's one, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So I think we have made it through the news. So if you enjoyed that, if you had fun, if you thought that we were entertaining, if you thought that we might need to up our game a little bit, I don't know, whatever you think, you can head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast and let us know. The way that you let us know is by becoming a subscriber, a patron, by becoming a patron of this totally professional show, because we rely on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. If you can't afford that $1 a month right now, totally cool. I get it. It happens. You can send us feedback, feedback at fandompodcast.com. You can like our page on Facebook, which is at facebook.com slash fandompodcast. We are over on Twitter at fandomcast. Uh, follow, mention, tweet, do all those cool things on Twitter that all the cool kids are doing. And we are God doing girl. another. What? I said, God, you're old. <laughs> yeah, all the kids are doing them tweets and the Twitters and the twats and blah, 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 blah. Okay, we. We are doing another Funko Pop giveaway on Valentine's Day. So sign up to be a patron before then and enter to win. Don't use it as your Valentine's Day present, please. I know us nerds kind of are relationship inept at certain points. Like it's a miracle that Nick and I are married. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. I resemble that remark. If you're listening to yes, this you with your spouse and they're like, hey, it'd be really sweet if you won me that Funko, then yeah, then it can be your Valentine's gift. If that's what they actually want. No, but... no, no. That's a trap. That is a trap. If they say that's all that they want. No, no, no. I'm no. not saying that's all they want. No, no, I'm not saying that's all they want. And also, what does that say to you, assuming that that was a woman telling a man? Maybe a man I, told I would also told like wife. to say, this is Jeff giving out the relationship advice about Valentine's Day. So just take that into account. Although he did have one good point. He said, if it's your spouse, 
If your spouse Definitely is saying, don't do that with that anyone you're girl. dating because your spouse is kind of like made trapped themselves, made that decision. They didn't realize what they were getting into with you yet. But if you're dating someone, it's a lot easier to be like, peace, I'm out. So, all right. Okay. So Funko Pop giveaway on Valentine's Day. Enter to win. All right. And then if you want to support the show, primary ways are on Patreon, or you can use our affiliate links, which are either in the show notes, or you can go to fandompodcast.com slash support we've got audible links in there get you two free books cbs links seven days free uh i'm going to be on this on the uh simply syndicated networks discovery after show podcast this week so well, that's a mouthful yeah you think I it is a mouthful how am i ever I, supposed to remember that i will put links out on social media and maybe the show notes depending on what gets done first we'll see and then my guess is look at social media yeah, yeah probably social media check out social media i will put that out there all right guys until next time uh neat place anyway hitting the atmosphere at mach 15 is pretty un- pretty unstable yeah that's not surprising may the fandom be with you hashtag outtakes i'm not sure what i just said you don't need a script why did i talk over that because that's on my track it's perfect counter programming because you know if people are like i like superhero movies but like come on do i really need a happy ending i want to like if i'm not that deadpool's not gonna have a happy ending but you know it's just like you know i'm not sure if i have to cut that out yet jeff we'll, we'll, we'll let you finish your thought <laughs> oh, man. um i'm sorry you took it, it there, there you're the only one that took it there so i thought you were the clean-minded one here maybe yeah. we've corrupted you possibly possibly you're your bad influences <laughs> not not the twats you're the one that brought it up that i said it could have just breezed so. by that i said that anyway I, I thought i was the one who was supposed to have the dirty mind all right guys until next time oh that's me oh hey nate p okay let me try that again <laughs> <laughs> sorry i forgot i did that anyway. Welcome to the Fandom Movie League Update Week 2. It is the week of January 14th, and here are the scores. Tied for last place is Brandon and myself, because our movies haven't actually come out yet, which by default means Nick is in the lead, with Paddington 2 bringing in $10,620,000. And with a Rotten Tomato score of 100%, are you freaking kidding me, means he gets every penny of that $10 million. Coming out this week, we have nothing. Unfortunately for me and Brandon, there are no movies coming out this week, so all I can say is lame. But what's even lamer is with New Mutants being pushed back to 2019, I'm now down a movie. Everyone go buy your Black Panther tickets right now. Or in May, get your tickets for Deadpool 2 and then sneak into Infinity War, because that's legal. And as always, if you want to follow along, you can go to fandompodcast.com slash FML. So yeah, until next time, go see some movies. Except patented. Unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs>